we've gone to tournaments and there's some really, really itty bitty kids that are competing. And I mean, that's great if that's what yeah. they want to do, but especially because like we used to both be um, competitive swim coaches, kids just burn out yeah. really early. If you start super early, plus they don't always understand or appreciate, in my opinion, as someone who used to be a swim yeah. coach for young kids and stuff, they don't always understand or appreciate some of the life lessons that I think they could take away from a sport like jujitsu. I'm not saying wait till she's like nine, but I mean, you know, no. I feel like that seven or eight year old range is mm -hmm. like that perfect time. Welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? This is Dante again with another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. And this week's guest is friend to the podcast, Paige, BJJ Mama. Welcome. Woo Thanks. I'm glad to be here. I don't even know how many times we've done it now. I'm like, we're just we're just chatting and gonna let other people listen to it, is what it feels like now. <laughs> Think, I think you're almost at the monthly guest point right now. Nice. About, so I think this is number five, maybe six, somewhere exactly. in that range. Yeah. So I, I know for sure you you have more appearances than anyone else. Nice. You know I'm competitive, so I'm going to keep <laughs> that logged in my mind as we do so, more. <laughs> so. So runner up is Marilyn Phil. He will be back soon. We're doing a comic book episode soon. So, but I think you're still ahead of him, even with his next appearance. So, okay, sweet, sweet. So I'm still <laughs> in first place. Um, IBJJF needs to give me my uh, ranking now for off the mats podcast. <laughs> I will make sure that medal gets sent to you ASAP. Uh, so how are you? How are, how's everything going? I'm good. Just training. I feel like every time we've talked recently, it's been like, I'm good. I'm trying to get back in the groove. And then like months later, it's like, I'm good. I'm trying to get back in the groove. <laughs> I feel like with jujitsu though, we're, even though, you know, we may be back in the groove, we're still trying to get back in the groove. There's no groove, man. It's just no. figuring it out as we go. Oh my gosh. No, that's true. It, it's very, just, I don't know. It, it's just kind of a flow. We just go with it until, you know, one day it'll click. And then as soon as it clicks, it changes. So we just yeah. keep rolling though. Yeah. I mean, it's been good. I've started doing some wrestling lessons, which has been really cool. And then to also like see the connection of like, oh, this wrestling move and how I can apply it jujitsu and then i also feel like you know everyone's got their jokes about blue belts quitting and stuff and now as a like i feel like i'm well into that blue belt journey i'm like man i i, I think i can see why it gets harder you have to like think about things differently and a lot of the things that you thought worked you start realizing okay they could be better if i do it this way but how do i do it that way like i just feel like it's a whole big like mind um, I don't want to say mind game, but like, you know, it's a whole mind thing now. You're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta really pay attention hard. It's not just bridge and shrimp anymore. <laughs> yeah. The, the game definitely changes and it's, it's subtle. 
like what well, depends because some people I know when I got promoted, it was at the start of class, and then we did King of the Hill, the yep. entire class. So there was no easing in. It was like, all right, King of the Hill and Dante, you're going to be on the hill. I was like, oh, shit. And I'm terrible at any form of King of the Hill when I'm down because my guard is just trash. So it's like, all right. What is your wheelhouse? We always talk about other people's wheelhouse. Like, what's your what's your thing, man? Tell me. Pressure. Okay. All right. Tons and tons (laughs) of pressure. And it, that's so when I have to pass the guard, when, you know, when it's my turn to come up. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because anyone down there, I'm passing their guard just right. about. But as soon as I'm down. So you like I, the guard passing game and then the top pressure. That's yep. your jam. Yep. But okay. it, it ever so often, you know, I can defend my guard. You know, I, I can get a sweep in there. It's just, or it, we used to have the, the stand-up rule, which, Ooh, hello. <laughs> like, I love to take advantage of the stand-up rule because sometimes you catch someone sleeping, and they come walking over to you very, like, hesitant. Yeah. Now I just stand straight up. You're like, okay, and they're out. I'm like, all right, you, you got to be quicker. You got to step up on me. But for the most part, I, I might get two rounds, maybe three if I'm lucky, before... I get passed. So okay. it's definitely something I need to work on. What are you, what's your, like the latest thing you're trying to, what are you trying to insert or work on? What's your homework these days, dude? Right now we're working a lot on takedowns. Nice. Um, yeah. I feel like everyone, I don't know. I feel like as the sport is evolving, I keep seeing everyone's like focusing more on takedowns or inserting judo or like I'm doing <laughs> wrestling and like, seeing the bigger picture that jujitsu is great, but other things can lend a hand. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the thing with it too, is that jujitsu and and it's always the argument, especially whenever I post something on Instagram, you get the occasional, you know, person talking about how, you know, judo or wrestling, you know, you know, this or that. And it's like, look, man, for me, I'd say this with jujitsu to everyone. I don't think jujitsu is perfect at all. No. I think jujitsu is, I think it's great, but I think jujitsu also needs a little help, which again comes in wrestling with your takedowns or judo with your throws. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I think about what I'm doing in jujitsu, I definitely have, you know, I've been focusing on trying to get the, you know, the fight to the ground. So if it's got to be a, you know, a single leg, so be it. I'm horrible at single legs, but you know, that's, that's why I'm really trying to focus is getting better at that because I'm so bad at it. And, um, double legs, I, you know, I, I I've gotten much better with that, but nice. the single leg is where I'm really trying to focus because it's, it's always available. I just can't make it work. Yeah. That's so funny though, because for me, I feel like I've been working a lot of the opposite i've been working on like when someone gets me to the ground i want to learn how to wrestle my way up to then be on top or to you know get the advantages and all the other things which is just it's funny because you know everyone has their certain things that they're working on and the way they're trying to look at it i i love wrestling like man i did not think i would like it 
I did judo a little bit and no offense to any of those judo lovers that are listening. Um, I, it is not for me, man. I don't make me nervous. I don't like being thrown. I don't like throwing my friends. I don't like any part of it, but I love the wrestling. I like, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it helps that I have a really awesome coach, um, Alex Enriquez, that is, I can't even keep track of all the things that she just won, pans, all sort of things. Um, she's a high-level wrestler and jujitsu player and a female, which is awesome too. So just being able to have that female <laughs> perspective, training, wrestling, all that stuff, she has been awesome, kicking my butt, but mostly like I'm, I'm enjoying it. I really didn't think that I would. Wrestling, it's it's one of those things where there's a flavor to it that not it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I think with wrestling, and I always say this kind of jokingly, but I feel like with wrestling, and I know this is going to come out extremely wrong, and I don't care. Do it. Because Do it. I say what I say. But it's kind of a bully sport. You know? It's like that might be why I like it. <laughs> so when you said you liked it, I was like, that's, you know, what? I feel like that's a page thing right there. And, but, but I love it too. It's, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. You're pushing around. You're like yeah. trying to manhandle people a lot. But I think as a female in a weird way, that's kind of what I like. Cause I don't get yeah. to feel like I'm pushing people around normally and not that I'm a bully, but no. that like, I like feeling like I have that power a little yeah. bit. Well, and that's the thing too, as a female with wrestling in your pocket, that's still a, a, a um, it's still a territory that people aren't, you know, familiar or comfortable with yet. Yeah. You know, and there are lots of female wrestlers out there, but, you know, people still don't put it in their mind like, oh, you know, she's got a wrestling background. It's more just like, yeah. okay, you got females that do jujitsu. Okay. They're probably going for a lasso. They're going for spider. Yeah. You know, they're going for some of these crazy guards, but then you get a wrestler in there that yeah. they, they can get that fight to the ground, but not just get it to the ground, but now apply top pressure yeah. and really make you miserable underneath. And I think that's, I think that's what I like about it. If you haven't already, you should go check out um, some of Alex's stuff. She, she's done fight to win. She's, I mean, she's, like I said, won some, some pretty big things, um, but yeah, I just, and I, and I like too, that a lot of the females that I meet in general, like even the wrestling, they're applying this, you know, pressure, sport, athlete and everything. They're all still really cool. I mean, I, I just think females that do jujitsu are pretty badass in general. And then to have one that does jujitsu and wrestling, I'm like, all right, we're friends. <laughs> Done. <laughs> one of my previous guests, she and I talked for a little while and she's actually one of my teammates as well. Um, I didn't realize she had a, she started off as a wrestler. Oh, that's um, cool. So it was fun talking with her about that, but she also explained how, you know, she wrestled in high school, you know, she comes to, to jujitsu and she actually kind of abandoned wrestling because well, where she was initially training at, you know, she's going up against some tough guys. So, you yeah. know, also former wrestlers who are also now black belts in jujitsu and, you know, she's trying to shoot in on them. And it's like, yeah, don't do that. You're, you're going to get yourself killed. Yeah. So she readjusted her game and she still, you know, has it in her pocket. And, and I think that's the thing about jujitsu, wrestling, judo is 
like with MMA, you'll see a specialist like, okay, this, this is a Muay Thai specialist. And they're going to probably try to keep the fight standing. This yeah. is a jujitsu practitioner. They're going to probably try to get the fight to the ground. And, you know, you stay in your lane. Whereas with jujitsu, you, you know, you start incorporating other tactics. You don't necessarily say, okay, I'm a wrestler and I'm going to just be a wrestler doing jujitsu. No, you're a jujitsu player that's incorporating wrestling tactics and yeah and even muay thai my, my one teammate you know he he left muay thai to come to jiu-jitsu pretty much full time he still uses the muay thai clinch yeah, to, uh, yeah. You know, my trip. husband did muay thai and i hear him all the time when the other guys that have done it are talking i'm like what are like he's done collie and stuff so just talking about a lot of the different like hand movements and stuff i mean i think you know jujitsu is great but i think too the more you dive into it, the other things that you can bring in from other arts just make all of it better, I feel like. Yep. Um, I mean, that's one of the big things with wrestling, why we did it, um, just competing, obviously from a competitor's standpoint, it's it's good to add it. I It helps me with the start of matches and all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited. Uh, to actually have a tournament now that I've been doing the wrestling and just to kind of see where it all plays out. <laughs> all right. I hear you. You hear me? Yep. Yep. Cool. I had to throw the headphones on because I was like, I don't know if you're picking up off the speakers into the microphone. So I was like, uh -oh. let me just cover bases. I don't know. I, I've been doing this for a year and I still don't know what I'm doing. I just figured out today as I'm looking at, hey, how do I make the sound quality better? And it's like, oh, if I click this, 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 and that, it'll sound like it's in the studio. Okay, well, so Learn we're going to test it out. I, I, look, people can hear it, and that's the important yeah. thing. So I feel like it's funny you say that, that you're like been doing it for a while. I'm just, you know, now picking up on stuff. I just started doing random little things when I do my Instagram posts that I'm like, why didn't I start thinking of this? Where like I save all my hashtags in a note on my phone so that I can yeah. copy and paste. <laughs> Mind blown. Why did I not do that? <laughs> I just started doing that last September or October, maybe. Oh, man. Uh, it, it's just. Well, because it used to auto-populate at one oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah, Now it doesn't. It has to only yeah. be 30. Yeah, it's all this goofy stuff. So, yeah, I have a note. I have to set up another one for um, our other podcast because when I do post there. Oh, yeah. I I have a different set of uh, hashtags. And yeah. it And every time I do hashtags, they're, they're changing because I don't remember what they were. So I'm just like, I don't know, hashtag beer. Is exactly right? me too i just look at the picture and i'm like uh hashtag blue walls in the background couch yeah. jujitsu mom life like i don't i just randomly but no it helps to like actually have a cohesive set of like regular hashtags you use i feel like it helps with your engagement too so because mm -hmm. people start seeing you regularly in the same places that you're doing the hashtag so yeah i looked up the bjj wiki hashtag the other day oh yeah Oh my God, it's okay. hashtag a lot, not just for me. So it's great. It's I think from reposts, so people keep the hashtag. So I'm like, all right, we'll run with it. You I should just, go hit some of the likes on their stuff. That'll like boost your engagement. Oh no, I definitely do. Yeah. Um, I also just ventured into TikTok, as I oh. mentioned to you the other day. It's it's <laughs> I'm I'm not 
I'm not on the page level with the reels yet. Oh, um, I my reels are so weak sauce. Dude, I have so no, many. Fun. Thank you. I have so many that I want to do, but they legit, the people that do these good ones, they take so much time. Like I told you, I want to do the one where they play like the music slow and then they change their outfit a bunch. But like, <laughs> dude, I, I don't have that kind of time to like, yeah. I got to change the outfit. I got to replay it. Like I got to make sure it's all synced up at the right time. I just like doing those voiceover ones. Now that's my jam. <laughs> it works. Like, like I said, when I click onto reels, you're one of the top ones that comes up. I think just in my searches in general, that's your good, reels right? Come up right at the top. That's good. Right. I assume it is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I was getting coffee the other day at the uh, Cuban coffee place and the girl there she was so funny. She was like, you must be doing something good because you always pop up on the discovery section in Instagram. And yep. like, she said it to me, like it was something exciting. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> cool. Thank you. Just <laughs> like, like, sure. Some might brag, not me, but okay. I, know. I just post, I just post a lot of this stuff. I mean, I do, it's still fun. Like the main yeah. goal is that it's still fun. I don't, I'm not like totally stressing myself out. And now that I've got like, you know, copy and pasting some of the hashtags and like, but I don't have any kind of crazy like schedule of like, I have to post at this time. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's see if Instagram likes this or not, whatever. So it's funny because with Instagram, I have a set time that I do post, but with TikTok, I'm just like, eh, you know what? Yeah. What's well, fun okay. for now? Yeah. Yeah. And with TikTok, honestly, all I'm doing there is I'm taking the stuff that I'm posting on Instagram. Yeah. I'm just editing, you know, the videos over there with different music and, um, you know, just do, working with the filters and stuff. It's yeah. nothing special. It's nothing spectacular at all. That's how I feel about my reels. Like I'll post some and then I'll, I also try to like take little breaks so that I'm not like overwhelming people with just like videos of me being me. Like that's, that's not always great. Sometimes people want to learn something or know something. So I try to like, okay, the world has seen you work out enough times this week. Let's take a little break, post some food maybe. <laughs> well, I, I think a good mix, you know, definitely helps. Yeah. So. I like I said with mine, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. More so on TikTok. I'm just like, yeah. eh, I'm gonna take this. Like what it usually is is if I get a song stuck in my head, then that's what yeah. I do. I'm like, I've been listening to a lot of Duran Duran lately. So it's like, okay, like Duran Duran and 70s R and B. And nice. I'm just basically as I'm sitting there with a song in my head, now I'll go back and look at the videos from the day. Like oh, I you put it, yeah nice it's like that's gonna work with this one so i think i've used uh duran duran's notorious like three different times now people are probably nice. sick of it and reflex i think i've used it twice now so people are probably just like okay enough there are yeah. other artists i'm like, the please. same with the uh, uh beyonce like girls run the world or like yeah. rihanna's work i'm like i think i need a pick a different inspirational song about like females working hard. Like I need to spice it up a bit. <laughs> it's, and it's funny. Like, so when I uh, had Zach on the other day, we were talking about music yeah. and I, I really got into it. I was just like, cause I, I love music. I love talking about yeah. music. Like 
I love breaking it down, just getting the, to the nitty gritty of it. Me too. I'm like, honey, listen to this song. And he's like, uh, okay, music doesn't hit for me like it does for you. I'm like, but the lyrics, do you hear what they're saying? He's like, oh, it's catchy. That That's what Sarah says to me. She's just like, um, I like the song, cool. but I just don't like it the way that you like it. Right. And, and like, then it hurts your feelings too, right? Yeah. You're like, ugh, ugh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is fortunately Sophie, she's into it the way I'm into it. So yeah. it, it's just we're on one of those things where it's like, okay, we got this this setup now where I'll play like she got in the car yesterday with me. What did I have on? Was it Sade? I think I had on Sade. And she gets in the car. She goes, Oh dad, I like your music. <gasps> that's so funny. Um, but but either way, it, it's that's that's the kind of what happens with the uh the TikTok with me right now is just I get a song stuck in my head and I say, you know what? Let me go ahead and just put this to a video and we'll go from there. But yeah, man, I hit that 90s playlist the other day on Spotify. I'm so glad that I had my mask on when I was at the gym so that nobody could see me being like jamming and singing. And I mean, I'm sure they thought I was like lifting to something serious, hip hop or something. Nope. It was Christina. What a girl wants. Dude, that. <laughs> what's it's what's wild is like when that album came out. I remember I I went out and bought it. Well, no, I got the single first, okay, because um, the singles were available. You know, nineties, yeah. you buy a little CD single or for two songs, right? Like, oh my god! <laughs> and then when the actual album came out, I bought that. And you know, my friends, we all listen to a wide variety of music, but it, it's like we embrace the music, but we don't talk about it you know like like but for me I, I i was like yo did you hear that album and my one yes. buddy me, gave me to look like not here <laughs> yeah like we don't talk about that here that's like fight club don't discuss yeah. it it's like it's we like, all but, do it we all listen to nsync bye 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 but like yeah. no one talks about it i sing bye 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 for karaoke so yes. like I, I like, I, I just, like I said, I love music and I'm glad my daughter does. And, yep. you know, just any way that I can incorporate music into my day, yeah, I will. So, that, so that, as I learn more and more TikTok stuff, I will toy with the music and toy with these geese and, and, you know, figure something out because I want to have fun with it, but I have to also understand what I'm doing. And yeah. And, you know, not that I'm looking to go viral with anything, but I at least want to be, you know, yeah. something, you know, that that has some kind of artistic. Like, yeah, it gains traction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, either way. So, you know, with getting back into the groove of everything and training and, you know, competitions Ooh. are opening back up for you. Um, yeah. What's that looking like for you down the line? Hmm. Well, number one, it's a whole new mind shift. Like, you know, being a parent, we've talked about this before, like being a parent and people wearing masks, people not wearing masks. There can be spectators, but there can't be spectators. And, you know, and I've mentioned this before on other um, episodes that we've talked, like my husband is my coach. We own a studio together. So, it's hard to be like, I want my coach there, but spectators can't be there. And we have a kid and, you know, if you don't have the, 
So just like mapping all that out. Um, and then also just looking at some of the smaller tournaments. I can't remember if we talked about that last time. Like I'm taking a little bit of a, not hiatus, but like I'm focusing more on the smaller tournaments so I can get way more matches right now versus, mm -hmm. you know, when I was a white belt, I did a ton of IBJJF. I did all the opens. I was focused on my ranking and getting, you know, top, top 25 in the world and all that stuff. So now I'm focused more on, I really just need to have more matches um but finding that balance so i was supposed to do a tournament last weekend and i ran into it so funny because this is when i feel like we messaged and i was like oh my god i had a mental like total mind fuck of like what do i do i'm registered for this tournament there was no one in i can't remember if i told you this there was no one in my division mm -hmm. there was no one in the division above me so i would have had to go up two weight classes and it was out of town and i think i was only gonna get maybe two matches so yeah it's like oh i want to be back at it but like we got to be realistic here too yeah. like we're gonna pack up the family like spend the money so i'm gonna do a tournament next month well i guess it's basically the end of this month now i'm gonna do a tournament in july that's here that's local so, you know, just trying to get back out there. And again, my husband and I slash coach, we were talking about it and he brought some really good points, you know, like this new level, we've talked about being at a new level before blue belt versus white belt, or really just anytime you get um, a belt promotion, it's like you're starting over again, which I think is the hard part in jujitsu because in a lot of other sports and a lot of other things, you're like, cool, I did this. I got to the next level. I'm still cool. I'm going to keep going up to the next level. But I feel like in jujitsu, it's like, Haha, cool, you're back at the bottom again, <laughs> which I think also lends a little bit of a hand to like people that get promoted and then just quit because you got to feel a little bit like you're starting over again. So it was funny, we were talking and he was like, you know, you really need to focus more on just how many matches you can get. Don't worry if you have to go up a weight class, don't stress if someone's, you know, cause I was worried. I was like, this is gonna be my first tournament as a blue belt and I'm gonna get smashed by someone like three weight classes higher than me. What's that about? And of course, of course, my higher rank husband's like, it's just jujitsu. You should go out there and just roll. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Sure, sure, babe. <laughs> like, I'm glad he can see it that way. I, I, I think you and I are in the same mind spot where it's like, um, so it is, but it isn't. It, yes, right. it, it, like it is jujitsu. You're correct, yeah. but it's not just a matter of go out there and roll because, uh, you know, it, for my mind, when I'm out there, it there is yeah you want to have fun but there's still a level of seriousness because yeah th there's this thing in my mind lately that i've been going through uh you know listening to donna here and watching his um his uh solo drill uh tutorial one of the things that you know he says in that is you know make your you know, drill with a purpose, make your roles count, make yeah. your drilling count. And, you know, you think that as well, 
and competed. So, you know, if you go out to a tournament and you, you know, you go against somebody two weight classes up, yeah. you know, you're new to that, that rank and you just get smashed. It's like, are you really making that count? Or, or you just you. Well, and I'm, you know, I've been doing wrestling now and weight training. So when I say two classes up, it was two weight classes and then that was open. So like, anyway. mm. but I will say I do agree with the fact that I need to look at it. If for me, for my personal journey, I love competing. Jujitsu is the long game for us. This is, you know, we have a business, we have a studio, like I'm going to continue competing. So at some point, if I'm going to compete a lot, I do have to kind of switch my focus. I can't always think I'm only going to do it if I know I'm guaranteed to win, you know, or I'm only going to do it if I'm guaranteed X number of perfect scenarios. I need to shift a little bit and think I need to get as many matches as I can. That's what's going to make me better. So I think early on, though, like, you know, in the rank, because have you, you have you competed at blue yet? No. So that's, that's what that's kind of what I mean, though. It's like yeah. if the, if you like competed at blue already, like, you know, three, four yes. tournaments, then it's like, no, oh, just go out there. You know, th- this exactly. is the next step in that challenge. But it's like this would be the first competition at blue. It's like, let's ease into it and then the next one let's just say yeah. and that's right, what's where the- we kind of met in the middle i was like i totally see your point yes for long-term growth but also like it's my first <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the, yeah. It's the yeah. first one um but also i mean a lot of it really did boil down to like we've talked before about being a parent and training and being realistic about like what you're capable of and also making sure that like my family doesn't take a back seat to me just wanting to compete all the time. Although granted of all families, we're a jujitsu family. So I'm a little lucky in that respect, you know, husband and child are both into the sport. So I'm, I'm very lucky. (laughs) Yeah. That, you know, that's definitely a big factor in there too, where, you know, it, it's it's in the household versus yeah. with us here, it's in the household, but loosely. Like me and my daughter, she's aware of it and she loves doing the little drills that we do at home. Um, yeah. She loves going to the gym. She's not signed up yet. Um, my wife wants to put her in dance first and, you, okay. know, you know, things like that, dance, music, stuff like that. And then you know, kind of wait for jujitsu on the later front. And I'm it, it, part of me, I'm kind of like, uh, I, I really want her in there now, but, um, you know, the other side, I'm looking at it like down the road. I think this is a better move. Just it's a better move in terms of her, you know, sticking with it longer. And, oh, you mean to start her sooner with jujitsu? You no, know, like the starter a couple years later. The, oh, know. yeah. See, that's great. No, my husband and I feel the same way. Like, we've gone to tournaments and there's some really, really itty bitty kids that are competing. And I mean, that's great if that's what yeah. they want to do. But especially because, like, we used to both be um, competitive swim coaches, kids just burn out yeah. really early if you start super early. Plus, they don't always understand or appreciate, in my opinion, as someone who used to be a swim coach for young kids and stuff, they don't always understand or appreciate some of the life lessons that I think they 
could take away from a sport like jujitsu. I'm not saying wait till she's like nine, but I mean, you know, I feel like that seven or eight year old range is Mm -hmm. like that perfect time. Cause even when we do our kids classes, I think we've talked about this before. We don't even call it jujitsu. I mean, they are doing the moves, they're doing the drills, they're doing the things, but like, we don't come in and we're like, today we're gonna rear naked choke our friends. Like, we don't do that. <laughs> like, we're gonna choke friends. Friend, wait, wait, which we're okay. Like, no, right. Um, w- yeah, we call it tiny ninjas for ours and little ninjas because we are doing jujitsu, but they're also doing a little bit of Muay Thai in there as well. Nice. So, um, you know, and more so for the tinies, it's a matter of you know, just kind of learning to um, understand what, what's expected there in the class, yep. but also how to follow the direction specifically for martial arts. Yeah. So that's uh, what we do too. A lot of the focus of the kids program is actually to teach them like the basics of like tie your belt, how to warm yeah. up, how to do all those things that then when you're older, you tie your belt, walk on the mat, do your warm up, and then you're ready to learn like what yep. is going to be presented in class. And I feel like that's important for kids. Yep, I agree. It, it's uh, my wife and I were just kind of talking about this today because our program used to, I think, start the tinies at four, maybe five. Yeah. Um, I can't remember, but. Now, I think at our gym, I think right now at our gym, four is the youngest we've had. But at yeah. one of our sister gyms, I think they said they, you know, start with three. And wow. my wife and I were talking about it, having both been preschool teachers, you know, we're like kind of in agreement. It's like, if you do that, I feel like if you have a classroom or or a class full of two-year-olds for martial yeah. arts, that it, they all have to be two. And then oh, if you yes. do three, they all have to be three, four and five can kind of interchange a little bit, but yeah. I still feel like four should it's be hard. its own thing. But, you know, looking at it that way for us, because again, we're looking at it from, you know, preschool teacher perspective where, yeah. you know, you're not going to have your perfect group. You know, you're not going to have the kids that come in and they know to line up, bow, warm Or they up. listen or they're not grumpy with their friends <laughs> my, my group today it it was a real challenge and i just i came home and i was like oh, wow i you know we got to figure out a different approach next week because it, it's just it's very challenging right now but you know that's part of it you know when i used to teach one of the things i loved is week one when the school year starts we get a group of kids you know this is their first time coming to school so it's a different environment for them, but give us three weeks and that routine is set. They know what to do. They know what's expected of them and everyone's, you know, moving, moving perfectly. So yeah, that that's, we'll, we'll figure it out um, at our gym. But as far as my daughter goes, I, you know, yeah, we're probably going to look at seven yeah. for her to start. And then from there, you know, we'll work on stuff here at home anyway. Yeah, but. well, that's the same with ours. Like, she has her little gi, and, yep. like, she enjoys it. And, of course, you know, since we go to the studio a lot, like, she'll have her daddy and me classes, just the two of them. But also, we're yep. not trying to push anything. Like, anything yeah. she has, she has asked for. Mommy, I want a yep. rash guard. Mommy, I want a new gi. 
mommy i want about yeah. like none of it has been like okay we yeah. train so you're gonna train this is what's happening yeah. like yeah we just let it happen yeah that's the big thing with us is if she wants to do it you know that for sure like with jujitsu she's asking about it but she's also just very she just loves to dance she loves to sing and my wife's like look i want to do that first for her and then yeah. you know we'll jump to jujitsu later but in you know i again i don't disagree with her um i'm uh, you know part of me's kind of bummed because you know i like for her to come out there and she'd be in my class oh <laughs> but yeah hey same, that is sometimes hard <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, and I've always joked about I was like, I don't know that I can coach my, my own kid. It but is. It's I, hard. <laughs> I have a hard time coaching friends. Like, yeah. well, because I'm like, if you come to the gym and I got to work with you and you're new and I don't know you, you know, there's a different approach that I take versus if you're a friend and I know you, you know, yeah. I know the bullshit. So, you know, if you're like, oh man, <sighs> You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tired. No, you're not. You're, you're yeah, not you're tired. Like, Suck it up. I've seen you like, work out before. You're fine. Yeah. It's like, get out there. Come on, run. Like That's so her. funny. It's the same with my husband and I, though, since we're married and he's my coach. Like, sometimes I feel like I get the brunt a little more because he's like, uh, your shrimp is not this or your bridge or your, why yeah. are you not doing this? Or how come you didn't that? And then someone else will do something who will be like, that was good. And I'm like, what? I did good. What? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was good too. No, like, but that's how I am with my friends. Just like higher expectations because you know what they're capable of. Exactly. It's like I work with them on Sundays one on one, so that's part of it too. It's like, look, you're getting one on one attention, and yeah. we're going over over the basics. Like, we're, you know, we're not doing anything advanced because, like, I I can barely do advanced stuff myself. So I'm not going to try to teach it, but you know, yeah. we're going to go over basic, basic stuff, like brand new stuff. And, you know, I know it's a journey and it takes time, but there are also times where it's like, you know, the guy, he's like, he flops a lot. If I sweep him, he just flops down and I get <sighs> so pissed. Like, That's so funny because that my husband, a lot of times he'll like ask to use me as an example. And this is just from the perspective of the person that may have flopped unintentionally. Okay. Sometimes I flop, but not because I mean to flop. It's because I'm actually trying to pay attention to what he's doing. And then I lose like track of my body control and then he'll do it and i'll be like a deer in headlights like oh shit i was trying to watch that move while you did it on me and now i'm on my butt i'm so sorry <laughs> no this this guy he he i don't know what it is with him with the flopping but i uh -huh. had to really get on him about it like he just doesn't time. tense up or give you the right energy he just like Correct. ragdolls he, that's what we call yeah. it ragdoll. yep yeah and it's it's extremely frustrating because it's like dude like, oh, because what, yeah. what I swept him once and, you know, I was explaining to him what we're going to do is we're going to, as I go for the sweep, you, you know, on your way on, you know, on the descent should already be looking at, you know, what? ways of countering it or yeah. getting out of it versus if I sweep you, don't just lay there. Would you just lay there if we're in a street fight? He was like, no, I was like, then treat it like a street fight. So yeah. he took that to the next extreme. 
So it didn't have to, you know, too much. Yeah. It's oh like, okay. God, that's so funny. That literally sounds exactly like when we do stuff, my husband's either like, don't ragdoll. Don't try to rip my face off. Page rage. Let's meet <laughs> in the middle somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and the thing is that that's what gets me with him the most. It's just like, okay, I know what you're capable of. Yeah. Right now. I think you're just doing this to piss me off. So, so or also if he shows up late, it's like, I'm just like with friends, I'm just so much harder because again, yeah. like I said, I know what you're capable of, but also we're friends. So I know you got to love me because <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like I'm going to call you out, but we're still friends. Like you're going to get mad. And then in two weeks, you're like, Hey, you want to go get a beer? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, I knew you come back. You know, it's right. like they, you know, when they show up late, I make them do extra laps, extra uh, burpees. Um, you know, I, I, you know, that stuff pisses me off because I'm, you know, I'm doing it for free. You know, it's, yeah, it's, well, you know, yeah, just you know, my time, you know, on a Sunday morning, just one of those things where it's like, look, and honestly, it's helping me though too because yeah, I'm drilling, I'm drilling the moves too, but it's just like, look, man, if I say meet at this time, it doesn't mean show up at this time. It means we're you know starting at this time. And it's like, oh, okay, so we're going to be late today. All right, cool. So the warm-ups are about to get a little bit more obnoxious. So, you know, we're going to do a bear crawl for three laps instead of, you know, half a lap. So next time, do the make them do the bear crawl pulls. Have you guys done those, you know, where you're in – you put him in bear crawl position. Yeah. And then you hold his belt, and he has to just drag you down the Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what? Good call. That that's about the oh those my God. are good ones. Or have you done the um the deadlifts with it's sort of like a deadlift. So like the person's laying flat on the mat. This is hard for people listening because they can't see me like trying to show you hand <laughs> movements of how to do this. I'll do it actually I'll do a video, a reel at some point and post it. Okay. So the person lays on the mat and you grab their gi and then you have to pull them into oh. a sitting position. And okay, then you step backwards you. and you make them do it again and you lift them up. So you're stepping back. You're working on your footwork a little bit. You're working your grip strength. You're pulling them. And then it's like that deadlift motion, but they're dead weight. You're like okay. trying to lift this person from their deep. It's kind of so fun, it, but also horrible. Is it similar to like, it sounds like it's similar to like Buddy Rose. Where like, Probably. you're like basically, it, it doesn't sound exactly like it, but it, it's, Sounds similar, at least in motion, uh, to some degree. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I haven't had them do that yet. We we do it That's during right. our regular class, but I we, haven't yeah, had we like doing that one. The kids love to do the one where, um, you know, Coach Michael does the bear crawl, and then he tries to see how many kids can hold on to his belt, and he pulls them across the mat, and he's got like ten kids holding on for dear life. <laughs> we do buddy pull ups where one person's standing. They take two steps and then the person down pulls himself up, you know, they're holding their ankles and pull okay. themselves up. Um, and then you do that the whole way down. I think next time they're late, I'm going to have them. That's basically going to be what the drills are. It's just yeah. those three moves. And they'll, I hope they would think twice, but they're just going to keep showing up late. It's what they do. So That's it's almost kind of at this point, they're probably doing it for extra like reps now so they can. Maybe like, pull extra workout in. It's like, I'm getting strong. Yeah. yeah either way but, but yeah uh back yeah to the competition yeah and everything and just kind of getting 
getting as many roles as you can. Yeah. Uh, you know, matters. And I think too, so like I've definitely approached this next level completely different already, just from like a training, nutrition, like mindset, it's totally different than what it was before. Um, it was so funny. I was actually just talking to my husband today about, you know, we've talked before about like diet culture and body positivity and all that kind of stuff, or at least we've messaged about it and stuff. And it's so funny. I'm trying to eat better, but not totally stressed like I did before where I would like not eat enough at all. And then I would work my body until I thought I was going to die. And then I would like, oh, cool. I'm eight pounds underweight. That's fantastic for a tournament. And then you just feel like trash. Um, so now I'm trying to focus on like, you know, eating more and protein and I've got my meals and stuff, but it's so funny. Cause a lot of times I catch myself today. I was so grumpy. And he's like, what is wrong? I was like, I don't think I ate enough. And he's like, then go eat something. I was like, but I'm trying to eat better. He's like, then don't eat crap. Like, <laughs> Just eat more. I'm like, I know, but especially as a female, I feel like it's that mindset of like, well, if I'm trying to eat better, I just don't eat as much in general, which is terrible. That's horrible. You know, yep. and so I'm just trying to focus more on, and also to weight training. So like, man, the, the mental side, and I'm sure it's hard for men to like with weight mm -hmm. classes and figuring out where you are. But I don't know if you saw my post the other day, there was a woman that had posted about a tournament. I don't know what organization it was, but it was an organization that only had four weight class options for females and seven for men. And it, the weight class was like 113 pounds to 150. And then it was 150 plus. That was at plus like those. And then there was, I think one below that or whatever. So, oh. you know, just trying to not let stressing out about weight come into play when I'm actually lifting heavy weight and trying to eat as much protein and all these things as I can. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a sidebar nutrition training, but like, I'm just trying to have a better mindset at this new level that I'm at. I've leveled up. <laughs> well, it's all important though. It, you know, it all goes hand in hand. So, you yeah. know, you can't, you know, well, for the most part you can, some people can get away with it, but for the most part, you can't be like, okay, you work out all the time, but then you eat like crap, you know, yeah. and expect to perform at your best and, and vice versa where people, you know, eat great, but they don't work out and then expect to, you know, still perform at a high level. Yeah. You know, it's all a balance that you have to kind of work within. And, yeah. you know, it sounds like, you know, at least, you, you know, you have a good grasp on the ideal of it. Because so many like people, I, do. <laughs> I mean, you know, from what at least being on the outside looking in, you know, it's like, okay, you know, that that's something I need to, you know, look up to right there and, and sort it out. Because me, you know, everyone knows with me, I love junk food, uh, pastries. I, I haven't seen a pastry I don't love. And I just discovered apple fritters the other day. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, my my world was we we had CPR training on Sunday oh, and yeah, that's right. you know I hopped into uh to Dunkin Donuts to grab a coffee before class started up 
And I was like, okay, I don't want to get a donut because I just feel like I'm not getting, you know, enough bang for my buck with a donut. It's like this little, you know, <laughs> jiggly, you know, really hollow thing. I burn it out in two minutes. Yeah. You know, I'm looking around. I was like, they got this coffee roll that looks neat, but doesn't look like it's going to get the job done. I was like, apple <laughs> fritter, though. What is this thing? This looks like something I could get behind. Oh, so my gosh. I get one. You know, you know, I had an apple in the car. So, you know, in where Duncan is in comparison to the gym, it's like a. a oh, yeah. I remember you said it's really close, right? Yeah. So I get back, you know, so I get over to the gym. I'm the, you know, second one there. You know, I bring the apple fritter in. It's in, it's in a bag and I have my coffee. I finish my coffee up. So we go on break. Um, so I eat my apple fritter on my break. And I was like, oh, wow, that was good. You know, I look at the time. I was like, I can go grab another one. So <laughs> I run over, pick up another apple fritter, and then come back, crush that. And then I get home and I, you know, I tell uh, my wife, I was like, dude, I discovered this thing. Like, is you know, you know, like I'm out exploring the world. And right. I found apple what fritter. I discovered. <laughs> like I was digging and just the found an apple covenant. fritter. Um. <laughs> So then the next day, you know, my wife, you know, she's coming home from work. She works overnight. She texts me. It's like, you want me to uh, grab you a coffee and uh, maybe a sandwich? I was like, can you grab me an apple fritter? Apple fritter. <laughs> so, you know, and meanwhile, you, you look at the calorie, you know, and sugar yeah. intake on this. It's like ridiculous, but they're so delicious. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing is like trying to make a mind shift of like, that's okay to have an apple fritter that's fine but like and i don't want to sound like that person that instagram influencer but like it's about moderation but also not even that it's about moderation because that's actually less of what my mind shift is trying to be focused on it's like not beating yourself up for having done it like and yeah. not having more just because you feel bad about having done it if you legit want more because you like do do it fine but like a lot of times you know you feel like oh man well i already fucked up so let me eat 10 more because life sucks and i hate my life right like that's not good <laughs> well there's also that window of like you said you don't want to beat yourself up over it it's like yeah you know even when you know if, if you're you know calorie counting and it's like okay i want to stay within this window but it's yeah. like okay today i went five over or i went 10 over it's yeah. like oh i'm trash it's like no i mean yeah oh my god i used to be so obsessed with it and i i'm if you follow me for a second, you'll know, cause I'm pretty open about this, but like, I used to be that person that if I went over, I would like go for a walk at like 10 o'clock. I'm like, well, I gotta burn yep. more because I ate more. Or I would constantly try to burn so many more calories than what I took in that I was always in like an extreme deficit, which actually mm -hmm. isn't great when you're trying to build muscle. Like yeah. I would literally aim to burn like 2000 calories just with my workouts but only take in like 1200 calories for a day and then i was like oh this is great i feel horrible i was so tired i was bruised like all the time it was ridiculous but i somehow felt like it was again because that competitive nature that i have my fitbit and my fitness pal were like this competitive game <laughs> that that was another um, issue that I really, really, really ran into um, before. So 
years ago when my uh girl well now my wife but at the time my girlfriend we had an apartment together and i would wake up in the morning i get up i work out you know you know prep my breakfast my snacks my lunch and everything and i yeah. would write everything down you know it was all kind of guesswork because you know i didn't have a heart rate monitor i wasn't able to yeah. track my calories so burn but it was just a matter of tracking what I was taking in and just understanding that I was working out at six, you know, like six fifteen in the morning. That work out right after work, you know, about you know, I want to say five o'clock or so, and then play basketball later on, and then go for a run later on. So it's like I know that I'm You're burning, burning what I'm consuming. Yeah. And once I, you know, figured out, oh wait a minute, I can wear this watch and it tells me what I'm burning and my heart rate and everything. Then it became this competition with myself and this game and then this obsession. Now, a big issue that I have right now is when I go running or if I get on the treadmill or if I'm lifting, I don't want to do any of that without having some sort of tracker. And I don't, I'm like, I'm very OCD about start times too. Like I have to start at either you know, six o'clock, six fifteen, six thirty, six forty-five. Yeah, it has to be, and not just start, but it's like I have to press go on the treadmill, or I have to start my jog as okay. the clock hits the zeros. I don't it, and it's very, it's, it's holding me back. I know that. Like I still yeah. do it, but I know and the entire time that, I overthink off. it. Take that tracker off. I had to take mine off because well, I would do the same, or I would be like. I feel totally done, but I didn't burn 500 calories. So I need to keep doing random stuff. But so, like, <laughs> well, it's not just the tracker though. It's just, again, the OCD with the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just knowing like, but I, I'm that way with clocking in at work. It's oh, like, yeah. if oh, I God. clock, if I clock in at, you know, nine 30, I go at break at two. It, at, you know, I can't go at break at one fifty nine. To line it all up. That's yeah. And then when it comes time to turn in your time for the end of the week, it has to say 40 across, no, oh like nothing extra. If I see that I, you know, like if I get to work a little early and somebody's waiting for me, then I clock in five minutes early, you know, or two minutes early. Then I got to make sure that when I clock out for break, it's two minutes early. I'm very, you know, like I, I've talked to my therapist about this once and she was like, I don't think she's very good. She was like, no, nah, you're all right. I was like, <laughs> I don't think I am though. Like, That's so funny. But you know what, too? A lot of it, I mean, I know not all of it is society, but like a lot of it is people celebrate things that they have no idea that are going on. You know, like I would be at my smallest and people are like, oh my God, you look so great. But like no one knows all the little things that we do, you know what I mean, that go into it. Like no one sees that you have to start at this time or end at that time. Like no one saw that I was like constantly, like I would have my phone with the MyFitnessPal scanner. And I couldn't even like finish my meal until I had like scanned everything, weighed it, marked it. Or like if I was going to go out with friends, I would like plug in the stuff the day before to decide what I was going to eat later so that I could go out later and drink and stuff. Like that's just, that's yep. a little next level, but people don't realize that like, that's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I used to do that with when I would go out drinking. I would always think, all right, I can only drink this many beers or I have to drink light beer or yeah. I, I wouldn't take shots, which during that time, especially I was that those were my that was my party phase. So it was like, 
like I can't take shots. I don't know if I want to go. That means I got to drink more beers. Uh, and then I right. just right, and go you out can't just life. like live your life, dude. Eat the apple fritter. Yeah. It's okay. Well, so the one apple fritter is one thing, but well, the three right. the three apple fritters that's where we're we're crossing to some odd territory. Right. No, it's okay. Baby steps. My biggest thing, man, is I drink my calories. Man, give me that Dunkin' Donut iced coffee, mm -hmm. and then I need that little coffee at home during quiet time because it's my me time. Oh, and a bottle of wine. All right, cool. Yeah, like if yeah. I just switch to water, I would probably lose like the weight of a toddler. <laughs> so, my wife got me this thermos. I think it, I think it holds. I don't know. She said five liters. I'm not sure if that's accurate, oh but God. I don't know what I know because I don't know so many things. But tell me you um, put coffee in it. Tell what's that? You, tell me you put coffee in it. Uh, no, so I have a different one for the coffee. Okay. So it keeps the co so coffee. So coffee—that sounds like my life. <laughs> so I love coffee, but I'm not on that level. Um, so when I drink coffee, like I go to Dunkin' Donuts, like yeah, let me get a, a medium hot black. It's just oh, like no, man. I'm like, give me that little white girl ice latte, please. <laughs> so I, I'm on psychopath level. I'm just like, give me a black coffee. Sometimes I'll get extra sugar. Sometimes I'll just get sugar. Sometimes I'm just like, let's go crazy. But um, I have a, a thermos for that and it keeps the coffee hot all day. Nice. So I like that. But the other thermos, it will keep my water cold for 24 hours, like ice cold. And that's key for me because I love cold water. Oh, like, yeah. You won't drink it if it's not like ice cold. Correct. So, and I've been drinking a lot more water because I bring that thermos in. I fill it up at work yeah. I, and because it's cold. Every time I go to it, I was like, oh, I want more. And I fill it up more. And I was like, right. dude, this is the greatest trick Sarah's ever played on me. So That's genius. So the way I got myself to drink more water, because I love like Diet Coke, not because I actually think it's diet anything i'm pretty sure it's horrible for me i just like the way diet coke tastes like i grew up you know my mom would drink diet coke whatever um i switched to the lacroix lacroix i don't even know the fancy pants bubbly water and yeah the like, one with, with the x in it yes the one with the x i chug that stuff because it just feels like an ice cold can i pop the top like you get that little pop drink it and i somehow feel like i'm drinking a soda maybe but really it's more water so that helps yeah. <laughs> you know every little bit counts whatever works for you yeah. you know make it happen because i'm drinking more water because of the thermos and yeah. you know before it used to just be you know i bring in a bottle of water but i have to chug it because that's the only time to make yourself drink it yeah I got one of those ridiculous water bottles that like has all the inspirational sayings on it and the times, you know, that you're like supposed to drink it. And I totally mm -hmm. made fun of people that had them. And then I got one. And again, because I'm competitive by nature, we're noticing a trend. It has the times, right? So I'll like make myself chug two hours ahead because yeah. I feel like I'm Billy Badass, you know? I'm like, oh, 9 a.m., watch this water bottle. I'll see you at one, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I then I forget about it until five o'clock. So it's, you know, <laughs> I used to have the, the water app on my phone where it would make a noise for, it would like make like a pouring water noise to remind oh, me to drink. Okay. Like to every, you to go drink some water. And the funny thing is I would have it 
it would go off and I would just look at it like, like, like shut up. <laughs> right? Like, why are you doing this? Like, no, I mean, I've definitely made a, a shift. Not that we were like big junk eaters in general, but like we like food. Like I'm a hundred percent. Also, if you follow me, you know, I like food and I have no shame about it, but like, just enjoying it more, not beating yourself up about it, but also like working out more with the intent to just like work out. It's so crazy now when I go to the gym, my workouts are so much better. Number one, cause I'm way more fueled, you know, I have like my flex yeah. pro high protein meals. That's my little plug-in, but I legit have my little meals and my little protein snacks. But like my workouts are better because I'm not constantly like beating myself up. I'm eating high protein. I'm eating larger amounts but i'm drinking my water and when i work out i'm not even looking at my watch like i just go i lift and then we're done and it feels good i mean it makes it a little bit harder than when you have to go register for tournaments and you actually do have to get on the scale and pay attention and make sure like especially for me I have always been that person that's like right in between two weight classes. So I always have to make a choice of like, do I drop five or do I maintain and hope I don't gain five? <laughs> like what? That's just me. My body fluctuates and that's fine. But having a, a mind shift where like that doesn't matter because it just doesn't matter. Go up a weight class to anyone listening. This is my like PSA to everyone, public service like just register for what you weigh and if it yep. comes to the change date and you're up or you're down go up or down it doesn't matter that's why they give you a change date stop beating yourself up <laughs> yeah that's <clears throat> that's you know again very important just doing what you enjoy enjoy it don't yeah. punish yourself don't don't work out because you hate your body work out yeah. because you love your body seriously i used to i remember the weight class i would try to be like seven pounds under without my gi on and mm -hmm. then i would feel so like sluggish and now i'm heavier but because I'm eating better, like I'm noticing muscle tone, but at a larger size, which blows my mind because, you know, of course, we live in a world where we're taught that, like, if the number is higher on the scale, then you're just fat and obese and you're not. And I'm sure there will be some Internet haters that are going to tell me the science, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. You know, like, yeah, it's just crazy. My uh, one of my best friends when I met her fiance for the first time, um, like we, we all met at a sushi bar and, um, and I walk in there and, you know, meet up with her. I was like, Hey, what's going on? And then, you know, her partner, she's sitting over there. First words out of her mouth is fill my bicep. <laughs> so I go over to her, you know, I grab her arms like, Holy shit. What? Like, wow. He's, like damn girl and then she goes guess how much i weigh i was like i don't know i mean she she's i want to say she's about my height maybe a little shorter okay so 
Uh, I'm, I'm five now, so she might be five. I was about seven. to say, you say that like I've met you in person standing up and I can compare your height to anything, but okay, keep going uh, with your story. <laughs> so she, she's about five, seven. So she goes, guess my weight. And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to go with 150. Just, just throwing the number out there. One, 140, 150. She was like, no, I'm 175. I was like, <gasps> Stop it. You just made my day. I'm five, seven and I'm 175 and I've been beating myself and, up. You just made my day. Continue and with your story. <laughs> like looking at her, you wouldn't think to yourself, like, because the question is, is like when you look at people, it's like, well, what's what you know, what does 175 look like? What is what weight right. look like? What is it even like to each person? Everyone's different. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. I mean, she's all muscle. Like she she was the kind of gal that would <laughs> she'd be up all night drinking to like 3 a.m. Then she'd be up at 5 30 at the gym. But not working out because you know, again, not hating her body. Yeah, she just like, like, yeah, she loved working out. She, you know, loved to take care of herself, and you know, it was always fascinating because with her, she always maintained around that one seventy five, one eighty five weight range. Yeah, and you know, she looked great. You know, it's like, um, I always try to like get her into jujitsu. I was like, do you have to do jujitsu? Like, you would like be a monster at this come on please and then yeah. she she would and then i was like look at least do me do me do me a favor can you be she hawk for halloween one year please right? please like please. she was like i don't want to paint myself green i was like can you do wonder woman it's just it's like she she shot down on my halloween ideals i was like come on dude please i'm living through you yeah so no, that's so funny uh, that you said that though because before covid i would like beat myself up to get to 157 which was, I mean, that's fine. Everyone's different, whatever. I'm five, seven. I've had a baby. I, even before a kid, I was never in like super great shape. So I'm in better shape now after having a baby and working out and stuff. But like the weight I'm at now, it's just feels more natural. Like, I think I could definitely yeah. afford obviously to lose a little bit of COVID, you know, your home, I wasn't able to go to the gym for three hours every day when my kid's at school. Like, that's just natural. And I'm at the yeah. point now where I'm not beating myself up for that. Like, you know what? Things, the script will flip again and I'll be able to do things differently. Um, but just to not beat yourself up about it, but to also enjoy it. Like, I feel so much stronger now. Like, I don't know if you saw my post. I went to the gym. I'm so bad at math. I'm so bad. And I put my plates on and I like didn't totally pay attention. And then it was really heavy, but I still lifted it anyway. And I considered taking a little bit of weight off until I saw the dude next to me lifting the same 185 pounds. And I was like, oh, nice. fuck that. I'm not moving to play. I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Again, page rage. He's <laughs> like, like, hey, hey, it's not a competition. For right? you, it isn't. <laughs> With the dude next to me who's like, why are you mean mugging at me, crazy woman? <laughs> um, but no, the nice thing is because I'm fueling my body more, I can push a little bit more. Before, oh my God, the first time I did a deadlift with 60 pounds, I was like, oh God, this I don't feel good. Like I was so weak sauce and now I can like deadlift more than my body weight, which I would have never thought I could do. That's, you know, and that's amazing. And that's just great because, you know, when you hear those, those stories of people just think like, I never, you know, I would have never guessed that I'd ever be at this point where I could do this. And it's always yeah. just fascinating to hear it because, you know, we, 
can do a lot as people. It's just, you know, we have to believe. Yeah. You know, I keep, you know, I, I was going through this, this jujitsu spell where right before everything kind of opened back up here, I was starting to question myself and ask, like, do I really want to do this anymore? I don't know that I can do this anymore. Not because it's hard, but because I just don't feel the push or the drive anymore. I just don't feel like I love this anymore. And once we got back into the gyms and then the ownership changed, I sat and talked with the new owner and I felt really good about it. I felt motivated about it again. I was in love with jujitsu again. Then I had to start having a conversation with myself. You know, I've been blue belt what, two years now. And I mean, you know, factoring in a COVID year, you know, but still two years all the same on the calendar, you know, I'm saying to myself, it's like, dude, like purple belt, like I can't see myself there, but it's like, don't worry about seeing yourself there. Just worry about, you know, working to get there. And purple is my favorite color. So I definitely <laughs> you want, just want it. That. I want that purple belt because it's my favorite color. Okay. Donatella, so, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. 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 Even though, even though Michelangelo is my favorite turtle. Okay. But, well, purple. but, anyway. but well, we're going to go with Donatello. I, I mean, I feel that. Look, before I got my blue belt, I was a like six year white belt. That's including being pregnant, being a mom, having a kid. Like, I think everyone's journey is different and mm -hmm. you just need to embrace your personal journey and try not to measure it against other people's journey. I was oh, just yeah. talking, um, with Alex, my wrestling coach the other day about like some of the different situations that happened to me in some of my very first tournaments that now I'm like, man, I was a punk. How did I fall for that? Or how did this happen? You know, but when I was in the thick of it, in those moments, all I wanted to do was be a blue belt and get my blue belt and get this and get that. And now I have it. And now I'm like, oh man, this is harder than I thought. I need to focus. I need to yeah. like open up my mind to what I'm, capable of you know like the other day i was rolling and i nailed this like really sweet knee slice that i've been kind of working on and um it was so funny like i didn't even realize until after it had happened my husband was like oh man that was like that was so good that was so sweet and i look i didn't even i was like oh yeah cool that thing happened i didn't have some like big plan that that was the thing i was gonna try to do today but because i've been incrementally trying to increase my game and drilling and weight training and doing things better it made me better in the little moments i don't know that sounds so cheesy but like you know i, I tried not to focus oh my god i really got to make sure i nail this knee slice pass i like i worked on it i've been focusing on it but i haven't been like driving myself crazy that i couldn't execute it and then we were rolling and in a really sweet scramble, like I nailed it. And, you know, from there got the submission and stuff. So I think you just have to, especially a blue belt, obviously, I yeah. don't know what any of the other levels are at, but I feel like blue belt is, you've finally got, you know, that colored belt. But now I feel like, and we've talked about it before, like now the real work begins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at our gym, that's another thing that we are big on is uh, the knee knee cut. That's just one of our passes that we're always drilling, always working. It's almost kind of like here. If you are not going for a knee cut, were you even paying attention? 
They oh, like, nice. They, that's how much we work knee cuts at our gym. And it's, it's almost kind of automatic now, to be nice. honest. We, it's like no one ever really thinks about it, at least not the blue belts. You know, we're not really even thinking about it. It just yeah, happens. You just do and, it. Like it's ingrained. I mean, it's a great, it's a great pass to do. So, yeah. but that's what I mean though, about like the difference in that white belt, blue belt, the techniques and realizing like, I don't know if I even remember really, really drilling that before or even caring about it or thinking it was anything I could execute. But now it's just something that like I'm able to throw in when I need it. And I think that's the difference is realizing that that's a lot of what Bluebell is. It's yeah. filling your brain with a whole bunch of moves you really weren't totally aware of, but making sure that when you need to, you can rely on it enough. You know what I mean? You're a blue belt. So yeah. I'm going to say rely on it enough. We're not brown belts. We're not black belts. You know, whatever. It's like, it's good to have it in your pocket. Yeah. You it know? gets the job done. Like I know for me, I learn a lot of stuff to defend. I don't learn most stuff to, to execute just because I know with, with my brain, just, you know, paralysis by analysis, like there's just too much in there. Yeah. even now at blue belt, but you know, I know a lot of moves. So if you start going for it, at least I know how to start yeah. defending it versus if I'm going to try to go for it, I'm like, Oh no, yeah. what do I do here? There's too much going on. So I just stick to my basics. Um, it, I feel you like know. that's a lot of what we do too with our training is, and I know all schools are different, but like we definitely are not a school or team that's like, this is our one thing that we do, which I think has helped me in my journey because I've been exposed to so many different things. Like I've gone to other schools and other places where someone is a white belt and they're like, what's a De La Hiva? Like what's yeah. an inverted triangle? But like, not that I could have executed those things at white belt level, but I was exposed to those things yep. at white belt level. And I feel like that's the importance of, and even if, for you know people listening whatever even if your gym focuses on maybe one or two like real big things it's your job to expose yourself to more and to grow your knowledge base you know so i feel like just being aware of what all you are capable of is half the battle yeah that's why i enjoyed prior to covid shutting us down um sundays i would open up the gym for open mat and you know, as long as I got one person there, I don't care. I just wanted to get in there and drill the techniques from the day. Yeah. And what was, you know, before, um, this coach would give me the key. He was like, look, cause I asked him one day, like, Hey, can you come up and open up the gym for me? He was like, here, man, just take a key. Leave me alone. I was right. like, oh, okay. okay, cool. Like I, I didn't really want a key. I just wanted to be there so I can drill. And, you know, eventually, you know, we got a good amount of people in there. And it was, wasn't, you know, like anything organized. It was just a matter of, I know for myself, if we went over this stuff during the week, I wanted to go over that stuff on Sunday, but yeah. we'd have a bunch of people come in. that were just kind of like, you know, just kind of chaos. And it's like, I'm just here to roll. And it's like, that's fine. Do what you do. I'm here to drill this pass for an hour and a half. Because yep. that's, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, I was taking it to a level of, psychopath to to some degree where i would i would drill 
you know, butterfly, you know, guard. Like I would drill the basic butterfly sweep over and over and over for 45 minutes. And it just got to a point where, you know, I can, you know, hit that arm drag and, you know, go to the butterfly now um, comfortably. But that's the point though. You, that's why you drill it. So it becomes natural for your body. And, you know, you know, you get these techniques from class, but like you said, it's your responsibility now to get that exposure and get those drills in, because if you don't, then what are you really doing? Yeah. And I think too, um, you know, I, I have a training partner, Josh, I've told you before, he's a blue belt. He's a stay at home dad, kind of same situation of like trying to train when you can. And when I was a white belt, I took every opportunity to train with him, but all I ever wanted to do was roll with him. And now when we meet up, we pretty much drill for an entire hour and then do like one five minute roll at the end where, um, so we're both blue belts, but he is like more advanced. He's been a blue belt longer. Um, and basically we'll roll. And then at certain points in the roll, he'll like put me in positions where it forces me to do some of the things that we drilled. So I feel like it's a lot more, I guess you would call that positional sparring or, you know, whatever, where you're still rolling and sparring, but to meet the objective of like working the drill that you were working that day. And I feel like that has made my jujitsu way better than when I was like, let's just roll all the time. Like, let's just, let's just roll. I'm going to grab it stuff and see what I can figure out, you know? And I think that's the mind shift too, that we kind of talked about from white belt to blue belt. And I think that unfortunately, and again, I'm sure there will be internet people that have their opinions. I think that that's where you end up losing people because before I just want to roll and try to choke people. But then when you get your blue belt, you're expected to be able to roll with a purpose or a goal, yep. meet an objective of accomplishing drills and technique. And I think that some people just don't want to put that work in. They'd rather just roll hard and if you're not going to let me roll hard and you have higher expectations of me, then I'm out. <laughs> no, I agree. And that's definitely, that's something I have seen, you know, around just even on BJJ wiki, you know, being on Instagram and talking with people, I've, I've had those discussions with, with people where it's a matter of just like, you know, roll hard and, you know, you'll learn. And it's like, Every, yeah. what is it? Everyday parade or whatever the, the yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. I mean, I guess, but me personally, I like to, you know, drill the technique slowly and then kind of pick up the pace a little bit Then yeah. situational drills and then, you know, kind of get into some roll rolling in that position, Yeah, you know, and then, you know, kind of execute from there and then get to a point where now I can hit that move or, you know, do it from any point that I want. Yeah, I feel like um, it's a lot like, you know, a firefighter. They don't just run around putting out fires. They have to know what they're doing. So they practice and train and drill. You can't just run around rolling all the time and expect to get any better. Like you have to put the work in. Yeah, exactly. That is, that is my two cents on the matter. (laughs) Well, we appreciate that. And with that being the case, it is getting late for both of us. And as always, thank you for, you know, hopping on and being the guest with me always appreciate you um Thanks, you got any 
Uh, any mentions or shout outs you want to throw out there for us? Uh, I mean, definitely go check out Alex Enriquez. Um, I share a lot of her stuff. She's an amazing jujitsu athlete and coach. Um, also flex pro meals, BJJ mama 20. If you like, don't like to cook, want to meet those, uh, high protein meals. <laughs> those are my jam. Um, mm-hmm. flex pro meals. You can check my page, follow at BJJ Mama, um, and you'll see my code BJJ Mama twenty. I think that's the only plug in for me. All right. Well, usually I throw those plugins anyway per episode, so you just saved me one there. But um, thank you, everyone who's been listening. Um, always appreciate it. Just can't can't stress it enough. I know I've said it now uh, here for sixty two episodes, and I'm going to continue Ooh. to say it. So. 62. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's getting up there. So, you know, that's, that's awesome. it's just I, I'm trying to figure out. All right. We got, you know, 38 more until we get the 100. So I got yeah, to do something big. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to try to figure something out here. But um, but thank you, everyone, uh, for helping me even get to this point of 62 and, you know, getting up to 100. Greatly appreciate it. Um, you know, big shout out as always to Zach over there at um, Student of BJJ. Just had him on as a guest uh, last episode and had a great conversation with him. We talked about his new app that he's developing, Champions Keep Score. So please keep an eye out for that. Super excited about it. Um, also, shout out to the Colompton Social Club. That is my new podcast I'm working on with my good friend steve uh so check it out those episodes release every tuesday so um what's the theme we don't have one we just talk we're just two two guys we've known each other for 30 years talking about nonsense and embarrassing stuff great pubes um and big shout out to my guest here today miss page bjj mama um we always appreciate having her on as a guest and thank you for being our guest as well. Um, Otherwise, you know, again, thank you, everyone. Y'all keep listening, and I'm going to keep on making these. Bye-bye. They published it. Now let me see his song.